4: presented by AT&T connecting changes everything.
1: Hello and welcome. It's our number 4, the fourth and final hour of our Monday podcast back slaving away over a hot microphone on Fox Sports Radio in the overnight. And this hour all about a quarterback controversy in the Windy City, the Chicago Bears. They're deciding whether to go with Nick Foles or Mitch Trubisky, and many people say it's not that tough a decision. I will explain to you why it is a very complicated, complex decision for many people involved in the Bears organization. That coming your way right now here in our number four. Have a great day, and here it is. Making the old switcheroo. Welcome in the beginning. Of another hour, it's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere, coast to coast, border to border, and beyond. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from inside the Magic Radio Boxing. Glad you have chosen to spend a couple minutes of your time with us, and we continue to dissect the post-mortem on the Sunday in the NFL and our stop now in Atlanta, where the Chicago Bears became the first team in NFL history to win multiple games in the same season after trailing by at least 16 points in the Go fourth Bears. quarter. Compliments of the Lions earlier and now the lowly Atlanta Falcons. Chicago's offense, which was stuck in mud, which is hard to do when you're playing on a fake playing service like they have in Atlanta, but Chicago could not do much right. Then in the third quarter, Matt Nagy had seen enough. He couldn't take it any longer, and he gave the hook to the much maligned Mitch Trubisky. Get out of here, Trubisky, he said. And in his place, Nick Foles marched out on the field. And while Foles did not play very well in the third quarter of this game, he was on the field to save the day for the da Bears. Trailing 26 to 10, going to the fourth quarter, Nick Foles had 154 yards passing and three touchdowns in the final 15 minutes. And Chicago outscored Atlanta 20 to nothing in the fourth quarter. And they rally all the way back. They got a a win 30 to 24, the uh, 30 to 26, rather, the final. They win the game uh, going away uh, convincingly, considering how far behind they were. So that means that Nick Foles is now the starter, right? Going forward, he's going to be the starter in Chicago going forward, no matter what. Eh, it's not that simple. Hold your horses. Because Matt Nagy, when asked about that, said that he will huddle up with the offensive coaches in Chicago after the Bears settle back in from their road trip to Atlanta, and they will figure out, according to Mitch Trubisky, uh, when they are moving forward, how they are going to move forward. Uh, He said they need to make a decision quickly because they need to focus immediately on on their next opponent, which is the Colts. Quote, we've just got to make a good decision, Nagy said, emphasizing that you have to take the emotion out of it. Oh, I'm sure there's a lot of emotion. He said, if it's Mitch, you roll. If it, Nagy said, if it's Nick, you roll. I don't want to be back and forth. So that's, that's a telling last part of that quote. Nagy said he does not want to be playing spin the bottle to decide on who his quarterback is. So let us discuss the question... Is this Chicago Bears quarterback change going to be permanent? Are we going to see Nick Foles as the quarterback going forward, or do they go back to Mitch Trubisky? And more importantly, is it as simple as many people on the interweb are leading you to believe? Now, I would say not so fast, my friend. In fact, this is actually complex. You've got the Beach Chair, Amelia Earhart, and the Rhodes Scholar. Those three, and we will combine all these things together. Now, to lead off with, while Mitch Trubisky absolutely deserves to be chained to the bench, that part is an open and shut case. The actual movement of making that reality, that is the quandary for Chicago. Why? Let me explain. Because of the tangled web of absolute chaos that that move leads to, Mitch Trubisky has collapsed. He has, you ever buy a cheap beach chair? You know those cheap beach chairs? And they just fold, they fold. fall apart. Every man, woman, and child would agree on that particular point. I think the Bears are perfect. They're 3-0 and in the season. But the the reason this is complicated is it is collateral damage. Specifically, the Chicago Bears front office and the coaching staff, who are all, for better or worse, handcuffed to Mitchell Trubisky. They have attempted to try to be nurturing voices and push him along, push Trubisky into becoming a relevant NFL quarterback and help foster him as a, a difference maker, an X factor in the NFL. And all of it has backfired. Positive words, encouragement, rah, rah, we believe in you, all of that stuff, wonderful. And despite the perfect record Chicago has, Mitch Trubisky has played about as well as a limp dishrag half the time. He's had a couple of good quarters here, a couple of bad quarters here. And uh, for example, the last game against the Giants, Trubisky was wonderful in the first half, and then he went in at halftime and he took some tranquilizers and came out in the second half and was a complete waste of space. And against the Lions, Mitch Trubisky did nothing until the late stages of that game, and then he flipped the proverbial switch, and he was good enough to beat the Detroit Lions. So here's the thing. When you make this decision, you go away from Trubisky. When ownership is deciding how to handle the Bears franchise going forward, they will factor in what a pointless endeavor the drafting and trading for the rights to Mitch Trubisky has turned out to be in Chicago, and he will forever be in the shadow of – Patrick Mahomes, as the epitome of mismanagement for the Bears. That They could have had any quarterback they wanted, and this is the guy they picked. Now, furthermore, Nick Foles was brought in with the intention of him never being man. Uh, if the Bears really wanted to bring in somebody to be the quarterback for Chicago and replace Mitch Trubisky, they would have done better than Nick Foles. Nick Foles is a high-end backup, and he's he did biblically well for a playoff run for the Philadelphia Eagles, and he certainly took advantage of a lightweight Atlanta Falcon defense in the fourth quarter, and good for him. He kept Atlanta off balance, and he showed the kind of quarterback the Bears would like to get. Now, all that being said, the idea of Nick Foles as the Bears quarterback is much better than the reality. Because the reality is always different from the idea. And in the case of Nick Foles, I am leery that this will work out. They'll see a short-term spike up, the Bears, but over the long haul, Chicago will end up being mediocre on offense. Now, what is my evidence? Nick Foles in his career outside of Philadelphia has been a waste of space. But even in Philadelphia, he was an Amelia Earhart type of quarterback. Let me explain. All right, looks great early and then starts to disappear and then's off the radar after a while. And once you make this decision, then do you have to go back with your tail between your legs after, say, four or five games in Trubisky? You got to go back to Trubisky? Is that the move here? That's a tough spot to be in. And Nick Foles is very limited. And when a defensive team is able to game plan – Against him, he has shown a propensity, Nick Foles, to vomit all over the field. It's not my opinion. It is a fact. And if you examine the outcomes, the true outcomes from this, they are not good for the long-term of the Bears football staff. Should Nick Foles play well, that's great, but that buries Mitch Trubisky. Should Nick Foles play bad, then they have to go back to Mitch Trubisky. That's not good. And if Nick Foles is just so-so, what are you doing? You're treading water here. It's not a long-term move. Nick Foles is 31 years old. He's not someone you're going to build the Bears franchise around. So you're stuck in this weird place where you're floating along without an engine, and you're just at the mercy of the wind, and you're floating through the fog. Now, the last thing here, from the Falcon side of things, this has been a Bears-heavy monologue, but let's focus in for a second on Atlanta. More of the same. We we had already fired the head coach after last week's loss to the Dallas Cowboys in that debacle with the onside kick. Arthur Blank, though, refusing to take the advice we gave out here on the Ben Maller show. And so you deserve this. This is the type of game that Arthur Blank deserves because he was afraid to pull the trigger. Dan Quinn, at this point, is a Rhodes Scholar at flushing away massive leads. It's not even up for debate. Once again, the Falcons have a double-digit fourth-quarter lead and helplessly watch as it vanishes into thin air. Abracadabra, hocus-pocus, you're 26-10 lead. All of a sudden, you're down by four points. All, right, all of a sudden, that's it. You're trailing. Bad job by you. And the Falcons had, again, plenty of opportunities here to extend the lead or at least... Take some time off the clock to then handicap the Chicago Bears from coming back. They did not do either of those things. They had a missed field goal early in the quarter. The next three drives, the next three drives, the Atlanta Falcons with a Hall of Fame quarterback, Hall of Fame quarterback Matt Ryan, combined for two fifty-eight off the clock. 100, uh, one a minute thirty-six, three and out. A minute three and out, twenty-two seconds, three and out. And while the defense was wilting, they were melting, the Falcon offense could not move the ball at all. They had seven straight incompletions from Matty Ice, who did become the Iceman. But then you also have to look at the offensive play calling and and, and look at the coaching staff in Atlanta because this is a referendum of a lack of confidence, mainly on Todd Gurley. The former Ram, Todd Gurley, in the running game. Dan Quinn and his uh, offensive coaches do not trust that Todd Gurley has the ability at this point to milk the clock, that you cannot just hand the ball off to Gurley three times, take the play clock down, and win the game. Todd Gurley had, in this particular game, 14 carries for 80 yards. He averaged 5.7 yards Per carry. And Atlanta as a team, they had a two-headed monster with Hill and Gurley, and they averaged 5.8 yards per carry. But down the stretch in the fourth quarter, needing to run time off the clock in order to win said game, the Chicago Bears uh, were able to do what they wanted. The Atlanta Falcons were not. The Atlanta Falcons were simply not able to do anything, and in the fourth quarter, if you look at the box score, they had a grand total of 16 offensive plays. They had nine yards on the ground, nine yards on the ground. In the fourth quarter, they they only attempted four running plays despite trying to nurse the lead, and they got next to nothing on the running game. So, again, Atlanta – Bad coaching, bad performance by Matt Ryan, who was 3 of 11 in the fourth quarter for 31 yards and an interception, a passer rating of 1.7 in the fourth quarter. 1.7 was how efficient Matty Ice was down the stretch. Yikes. Yikes. All right, it is the Ben Maller Show. You want to talk about any of that, it is all fair game here at eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. And turn out the lights. The party's over in the NBA. The Boston Celtics go home. They are eliminated by the Miami Heat. It will be the Miami Heat against the Lakers in the NBA Finals. That will start later in the week as the Celtics had no answer from Bam Adebayo who had 32 points and 14 rebounds, but this game decided in the fourth quarter as the Miami Heat showed up, played lockdown defense in the fourth quarter, and the Celtics had nothing. They had absolutely nothing in the fourth quarter. The Heat shot 66.7% in the fourth quarter, outscored the Celtics by 10, and they win the game by a 12-point margin. And so the Celtics, who seemingly were the favorite, right, once the Bucs got eliminated, people turned to the Celtics and said, that's going to be the team that's going to go to the NBA Finals. And you know what happens when you assume. You know what happens when you assume. The Celtics actually had as big as a six-point lead in the fourth quarter, but end up trailing. At one point, they were down by as many as 15 in the fourth quarter, and they lose, and now... Will Jalen Brown be back? Are they going to say goodbye to Marcus Smart because he had the motivational speech that didn't work? What other changes? Are they going to finally get rid of Gordon Hayward and send him somewhere else? That big contract? I think think he's still got another year left on that big, big massive contract. All right, it is the Ben Maller Show. We'll take a bunch of these calls at 877-99 on Fox. Obviously, a football-heavy show. And a reminder that old age has its privileges. Old age has its privileges. We'll get to that. We'll do it next.
5: Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
2: At bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic, every home run, every hit, every inning, every play, from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Juan Gabriel. Juan Selena.
6: Selena.
4: Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Harold G.
7: La Bichota. to start listening.
8: Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: It's Maller 2020, and you can be heard in the democracy of The Ben Maller Show. We encourage and welcome the voice of the people that would be you following the voice of this show on Twitter. He's at Ben Mallor. And you can tweet at and follow tonight's technical producer. He's in for Roberto. He's not perfect, but he is Chris Perfett, And you can follow him on Twitter at Chris Perfett. C-H-R-A-S-P-E-R-F-E-T-T. I'm not even going to touch Swamp Man here. Yeah. And live from the Geico, Fox Sports
1: Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. Old age has its privileges, and that was on display. If you were watching last night, the Green Bay Packers and the New Orleans Saints, did you see this game? You know who was calling the game for NBC? You see? It wasn't Al Michaels. Al Michaels was not on the broadcast Where was board. he?
3: I heard him say last week he was he was going to be off, but do you know why?
1: Yes, uh, it's not because of the Jewish holiday. Al Michaels has bye weeks. He's of the age now, Eddie, where he, according to the New York Post, uh, he is going to miss a handful of games just because he can, because he's Al Michaels. And if he doesn't, you know, doesn't feel like traveling to New Orleans, he's been there enough over the years and he doesn't want to go right now, he doesn't have to go. So part of the the deal, Al's got this year and then one year left after this on his contract with NBC, and they sweetened the deal. He's doing West Coast games. There's a lot of West Coast games on the Sunday night package. He'll do all the West Coast games, which are easy for him to get back to, where does he live, Malibu, I assume, with all the other uh, fat cats there in Malibu. Uh, Maybe he's a Brentwood guy. I could see Al as a Brentwood guy. But whatever the case. Uh, So he's going to get back and uh, and do the games on the West Coast. But he's got a couple of bye weeks where he will just randomly miss games because doesn't want to go. And uh, when you're as accomplished as Al Michaels and you've got the resume that Al Michaels has, you don't have to do every game. And you can skip one or two. So. Plus they have Mike Tarico waiting in the ring wings to replace Al Michaels, who's was he 75 years old now, Al. So he's like, eh. Yeah, what do you got there? But he was the voice of the Giants and the Reds, right, back in the day, wasn't he? And he wanted to be the play-by-play guy for the Dodgers, but Vin Scully would have never, you know, never left. So Al uh, ended up going to network. TV. All right, let's go to the phones here. Robin Vegas, uh, before we go to the phones, Robin Vegas says, as I said after your hour one opening monologue, the best story of the weekend was the shameful choking dogs of Atlanta. Maddie ice cold in the fourth quarter. Go get yourself some lemon pepper wings, couple of lap dances, and then try next week. Never forget the gag, 28-3. to 3. Ron from Minnesota writes and says, great monologue, Ben. You get a monologue rating of 93%. So good, it could be used as a template for which all other monologues should be compared to, especially uh, I like the use of lawn chair and tranquilizer in reference to Mitch Trubisky. I'm glad you're happy, Ron. I'm glad you're very happy. Let's go to the phones. The people would like to speak. And uh, where shall we begin here? Let's go. Well, this is a man. We've talked to him a lot in the last couple weeks. He's been a regular the Boston Hater is on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, Boston Hater.
9: In behalf of the Celtic Haters Club of America, I don't want to say to the Miami Heat, you you consumed three magic words that have been a 61-year fact. Celtic Haters Pride. And, uh, you know, 55 Celticators titles in 61 years without Bill Russell. It should be 57. You talk about the Lakers with the officiating. That's crap. They only got 12 more. How about 20 more after the first six games are even in 81 and 84? And they call it the the rape of Boston Garden. I mean, that 81 banner should be in Philadelphia, the 84 banner in L.A. When When you're even in free throws, Ben, for six games, and you get 20 more in a seventh. That's like Ben Maller running a mile Monday to Saturday in 10 minutes. You're not running it on Sunday in 10 seconds.
1: Well, you want to bet, Boston? I'm a fine-tuned athlete, Boston What are you talking about? Oh, by the way, Ben,
9: you know, in all the years I've known, you know, I'll give you 10 cities, New York, Philly, Boston, Chicago, Detroit, Cleveland, Minneapolis, Dallas, L.A., and San Francisco. How many of those cities would take basketball over baseball if you could only keep one sport? Now my question: LA is the only one. Now, people, I've talked to some people on the LA Crusades, and half of them say the Dodgers are more popular. They hated Dodgers uh, over the Lakers. Some say the Lakers over the Dodgers. Do you, can you do a survey one night of who? If you can only, well, you, I,
1: I don't know about a survey, but no, the Dodgers are more popular than the Lakers. They have a wider fan base than the Lakers. This is really? reality. Yes. yes Lakers,
9: yeah, well, you wonder, Chris, the Lakers have always been a class organization, and the Dodgers have been the most hated team in National League history. Well,
1: by you, you hate the Dodgers. Everybody uh, you hate Boston, you? hates the Dodgers. No, I mean, nobody you hates it. the Dodgers. Nobody, everyone loves the Dodgers.
9: The Dodgers are the most, the only team more hated in the New York, much are the Dodgers. I mean, the Dodgers in Brooklyn never give the opponent credit. It's always been, they always love to shoot their mouths. Remember, they used to call the Dodgers in Brooklyn 24 loudmouths and Gil Hodges. uh, And they were the Buffalo Bills and the Minnesota Vikings. Ben's delusional, Boston hater. But no, no. Dodgers have always been a classless organization. But I'll tell you one thing. I'll tell you one thing about the Dodgers. They have, over the last ten decades, they got a losing record against the Giants and the Cardinals. But the thing is, Ben, I want to, I want to give a message to Colin Cowherd, who calls the team with the best record in the '80s out. I mean, outright terrible. I mean, that shows what these people know. They, I mean, they make all kinds of mistakes. Now you hit the nail on the head when you said Boston in basketball. Is going downhill. You know the Bruins outdrew the Celtics thirty-two to one. Just like in New York, the Yankees have outdrawn the hated Mets by almost twenty-five million since the Mets came to New York. And the Rangers outdrew the Knicks twenty to three. But the New York media, the flip-flop kids. Twisted around. I'll give Boston one on that. The Bruins out through the yeah. Celtics right, thirty-two right. to one. Hi, you feel good. You're feeling
1: good here, Boston. Oh yeah. Now the, yeah, yeah. The,
9: now the next thing is for the Lakers to finish the deal, and I picked the Lakers to take out uh, uh, the Butler yeah. and the boys well,
1: in five. Well, let's hope the Miami Heat will get it done, and we'd love to see LeBron embarrassed, and we can mock and tease. What do you, him got, him what do you again?
9: got against? What do you got against LeBron James?
1: He's a phony. LeBron's a phony. Boston hater. I don't like phonies. You. Well, are how phony? do you? What what do you call? How is he a phony? How is he? A, how is he not a phony? Have you seen? We, we want to go down the list of things here. We got to leave it there, Bostonator. But LeBron James is a gigantic phony. And if you don't think that, then open your eyes, right? This is a guy. You want me to go down? You want me to go there? I mean, this is a guy that has a hot take on every issue, unless it involves you know, cops getting shot, uh, saying bad things about cops. LeBron's cool with that. We support the police on this show. LeBron's a phony. And he embarrassed anybody that cheers for LeBron, I really gotta question you after that little escapade that he that played out in
5: recent weeks. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at two AM Eastern, eleven
8: PM Pacific.
1: We have some major mismatches. We'll get to that coming up momentarily. Big time mismatches, which are really gonna test my limits here. And I'll explain what I mean by that. But I, I got some good news for you here. As the baseball playoffs start on Tuesday, and just like we did here in these parts for the NBA playoffs, Fox Sports Radio has created our first ever MLB Playoffs Bracket Challenge. Now, what is that? Listen close. It's kind of obvious here. 16-team MLB Playoff Complete crapshoot. Baseball added a bunch of new teams. We got two sub five hundred teams in the playoff field this year. It is a bracket challenge. It is time to have our bracket challenge. So go to foxsportsradio.com right now or at any point by 1 p.m. Eastern on Tuesday. So you got all day today, and then till one PM Eastern on Tuesday, 10 a.m. in the West to compete against other blowhards uh, who are host shows here at Fox Sports Radio, like yours truly. And fellow listeners. All the the big stars of Fox Sports Radio will be on there and uh, listeners. And the winning bracket, listen, this is the most important part, the winning bracket gets a free Westinghouse 50-inch Roku TV. So check out foxsportsradio.com to fill out your MLB playoff bracket, one through eight in the American League, one through eight in the National League. And you can pick all the way to the World Series, and then they'll ask you to name the the, run, the score, the the total run scored in the final game of that World Series. And if you get it right, you will be the winner of the 50-inch television, the Westinghouse Roku TV. So good luck. We'd love to have somebody from this show win. We have a basketball contest, which is going on, and we will find out shortly when the NBA Finals end whether or not we have a winner. Well, someone's going to win. Someone's going to get a television out of that deal also. So uh, pretty cool. Pretty, pretty cool. Uh, Brad writes and says, uh, hello, was that Matt Ryan calling in Boston College Roots? No, that was the Boston hater, Brad. That was the legendary Boston hater. Yeah, uh, He's been calling me for years, and he, uh, he hates the Dodgers. He likes the Lakers. He's a Yankee fan. I know the Boston hater likes the Yankees, and he despises all things related to Boston. He calls me four times a year when the Celtics are eliminated from winning the championship, when the Patriots are eliminated, when the Bruins are eliminated and when the Red Sox are eliminated, did he already call me for the Red Sox? Or is he going to call back tomorrow? The Red Sox, not only did they finish terribly, they announced that Ron Renneke is not going to be back as their manager. He was only there as the interim manager for one year and they're, going to be in the hunt for a new manager next year. All right, let's go back to the phones. Uh, let's see here. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Let's say hello to Dick in Dayton. Hello, Dick. Good morning, Ben and crew. How are you? Hello to you. Hello.
10: Boy, the Browns played a pretty darn good game, Ben. I'm telling you, Nick Chubb, and uh, they, they look like a pro
1: team, you know. Well, it certainly helps that they played a team that's not a pro team in the Washington Football Club. My goodness there. I think you could throw a better pass than Dwayne Haskins at this point. What happened to Haskins? This guy was so good at Ohio State. Your your Buckeyes there. Back in the day, he's terrible. Three more interceptions. There was a, what do you have, a fumble also? Four turnovers? Brutal.
10: Yeah. But I think they're on their way. You know, they got Dallas next week. I think they're... uh... The offense is going to gel, and uh, it's kind of nice. And the Indians, I'm kind of excited. They start, I think it's Tuesday night, on the Yankees. Now that's going to be,
1: That's a you bit know, more. I'm, that's I'm a, a little bit,
10: bit concerned because they've always had trouble with the Yankees, you know.
1: Only slightly concerned about that matchup? You yeah. Know the Yan- Yankees are the first team since the, was it the 1959 1959- Milwaukee Braves to have the home run and batting champ on the same team. Although it's kind of a bogus thing, right, Dick? Because they only played 60 yeah. games, so it's not, it's not like they did it over 162 games. But D.J. LeMahieu was the top hitter in baseball. He won the batting title. And Luke Voigt. Could you pick Luke Voigt out of a police lineup, Dick and Dayton, if I gave you a police lineup? Sure. You could? Okay, good. He's got 22 wow. home runs. See, Dick's a high-end fan. He's a high-end fan right there. All right, so you're excited about the Browns and the Bengals didn't lose. The Bengals did not lose, Dick.
10: This Joe, I'm telling you, this Joe Burrow is going to be, I think, is what they need because the last three games they've come so close, and they don't have anything to be ashamed of, I don't think.
1: Which is rare for the Bengals. Normally the Bengals have a lot of things to be ashamed of, yes? Yeah. Yeah, oh, I right. wanted
10: to tell you too. They have the post game show, uh-huh. and uh, the guy that's doing it, he was the uh, sports editor of the Plain Dealer, uh, Dennis Maniloff.
1: Sure, Dennis. And of he course. always,
10: this is funny, oh. Ben. There's about six or seven people. He oh. always says, uh, "We go to our." Uh, he said, "We go to the the Hall of Famers of Ohio sports," and he was talking to me about Dick can the Indians overcome mob overcome the Yankees I said I'm open but he said we always have to get our Hall of Fame callers on first he said
1: I understand well that's very exciting all right well thank you Dick I gotta go bye-bye all right there you go uh, the great Dick and Dayton there from the Kettering Banjo Society and they will be performing well, maybe or will they ever be performing again? I don't know. It's this whole uh, COVID thing. At some point, it'll end. I think it's not going to go on forever. Uh, all right, it is the Ben Maller Show as we press on, and uh, I guess we'll have to do, let's just take calls the rest of the way. What do you say? Yes, a lot of calls, 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 calls. All right, eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. We got to get to that mismatch. We got a couple of big time mismatches on tap in one particular sport. We'll get to. All of that, and we will do
5: it next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
2: Terms and conditions apply. Juan Gabriel.
4: Juan Gis. Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz.
7: Azúcar. Harold G. La Bichota.
4: Cristina Aguilera. Tina, Just to name a few.
7: We're serving the whole story.
4: From rags to riches.
7: And all the tea in between.
4: I'm Liliana Vasquez.
7: And I'm Joseph Carrillo.
4: And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2.
7: to start listening.
8: Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Only a few rare birds are able to listen to all four hours of the Ben Maller Show live overnight, but thanks to podcasting, you have no excuse to miss a second of our unorthodox chatter. Subscribe to the Ben Maller Show podcast on iTunes and give us five stars. It's quick, painless, and a noise management. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Malher.
1: We have some massive mismatches on the NFL card. You look ahead to week four in the NFL. I was just taking a glance at the point spreads here. Some some road teams favored by a lot, like Seattle's a six-and-a-half-point favorite. They're going to play at the Miami Dolphins next week. And you also have the Baltimore Ravens, who are going to take on the Redskins. Well, formerly the Redskins. Now they're just the Washington football team. And Baltimore, who still has to play a game tonight, they opened up a 12.5-point road favorite. They are now a 15.5-point favorite on some of the offshore books, as high as 15.5, which you almost never see in the NFL. That's, That's the dichotomy between Lamar Jackson and Dwayne interception fumble Haskins of Washington. But wait, there's more. The... L.A. Rams play the Giants. The Rams opened up a nine-point favorite. That has already been bet up to 13. So the Rams are a 13-point favorite over the the Giants. And the Denver Broncos, who have yet to win a game and have a miserable, god-awful quarterback situation, are favored by two-and-a-half points in the Thursday night game against the Jets Yikes. And as far as the game tonight, the Ravens are a three and a half point favorite Ravens taking on Kansas City and Baltimore three and a half at home. And if you're looking where the money is, the I always look at where the sharp money is and the sharp money's on Baltimore tonight, which is uh, I'm on I had the Ravens. I picked the Ravens a couple days ago. But I like that uh, the public loading up on Kansas City because how often do you get Patrick Mahomes as a three and a half point underdog? It doesn't happen very often. Let's go to the phones and we will say hello to Marcel in Brooklyn. Hello, Marcel.
6: The reigning caller of the year is back. The reigning caller what? of the year. The reigning caller of the year is what? back. So good morning. Ben, Eddie, Roberto, and Justin. How you doing, all guys?
1: Oh, thank you. Uh, well, Roberto's very excited here. Say hello, Roberto. You want to say hello, Roberto? No?
6: Hi, I'm Roberto. Hello. Morning, Roberto. At Raider underscore Rob24 on
1: Twitter. That's right. <laughs> Robert, now, Roberto, are you wearing your Raider or Dodger gear or Laker gear? What are you wearing today? Oh, yes. Today? Yes, I am. All of it? Yeah. All, all right. of it. All, all of it. Yeah.
6: <laughs> you like that? Well, I've got some <laughs> player of the week. Not one, but two players of the week. Oh,
1: well, up. that's sorry. Oh, oh, you're promoting ahead. Okay, so that's after the food picks. Now, do you have any breaking news, okay. Marcel?
6: Ooh, I have some breaking news.
1: Why don't we start with the breaking news, then we'll get to what? the food picks. Go ahead. Let's start with the breaking news.
6: You said it. Well, our hearts go out to all of Chicago from the weekend. And believe it or not, Ben. Forty-nine people shot, seven dead, in the weekend shootings. Oh, what is wrong with that city? What
1: is wrong? Huh?
6: What is wrong with that city?
1: I understand, wow. Marcel. I thought you were—you know—I thought you were going to do one of your uh, your funny breaking news stories. This is like a real breaking news story here, Marcel.
6: But it's going to be a very shocking breaking news death. Now yeah,
1: I, I like I liked it better when you reported on the Titanic going down. I thought that yeah, was better. Yeah. I like that.
6: That yeah. was that was months ago.
1: You were the first one to report that in radio cuz radio didn't exist when the Titanic actually hit the iceberg. So,
6: uh-oh, oh, let's do uh-oh.
1: Let's do the food picks right a now. A new on a
6: new day. Yeah,
1: all right. So. Uh, let's get into it. Yes. All yes. right. Food picks. What uh, food
6: picks of the morning band will start with you, my friend? Oodles and
1: noodles, the Eddie.
3: Oh, mismatch.
1: Oh, my God. We got a mismatch. Boom, 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 boom. I've been told when
3: Marcel says that, that it means you got the right answer. So I will also go oodles of noodles. No, don't cheat off my paper. The triple one.
1: Oh, the triple one. Whoa. All right. What. Chris, what do you want? You, you want to take a guess here? I'm not Chris. I'm Roberto. Didn't you hear? Oh, that's. I'm uh, sorry, Roberto. Uh, I apologize. I, why would I call you Chris? Yeah, Bad job by me. I don't I me. understand.
3: You're, you're Shame. On what that, a what that a schmuck. Last week, yeah. I am such I'll a take schmuck. Also oodle of noodles.
1: All right, the and what about you? One. Oh, cool. What do you think? Well,
2: unfortunately, I think you guys are all wrong. And what Marcel really had was prosciutto ratatouille risotto with parmesan and sun dried tomatoes. What? Parmigiano, Ooh, yes. Wow. All right. right uh, to well, too-y.
1: reveal answers there quickly, please, Marcel.
6: You said it, my friend. Why up somebody already? Thank you. <laughs> uh-huh. Good job, Roberto. Uh-huh. The food pick from last night. All uh-huh. of you guys.
1: The Oodles and Oodles. Uh-huh. Oh! Uh-huh. I'm the first winner. You're the second. It. I won it. That's a winner. That is a winner you put on the board. Oh, uh,
6: yes.
1: All right. Thank you, Marcel. I got to go. How but... get that? Uh,
6: For the players.
1: Oh, the oh, player. Oh, so we're weak. not done. I thought he was <laughs> done, but we're not. Players of the week, Eddie. Let me guess. Russell Wilson. He's, he's and... done when he says
3: he's done. Not he loves
1: Russell he's Wilson. He's a Seattle yeah. Seahawks fan. And... So... Yeah. Shane
6: Bieber of the Cleveland Indians, triple crown. He got 8 wins, ERA yeah. 1.63 and 122
1: strikeouts. Go what, tribe. What about Triple crown. Go tribe. What what about his co- what about his cousin Justin? Oh. <laughs> Never heard of him. All right. All right.
6: Justin, you know it. I'll see you back here on Wednesday. Okay. Can't Have a great wait. Day, my All, right.
1: Can't All right, bye-bye. All right uh regina in minnesota let's say hello to regina we got cowboy on deck hello regina
10: good morning ben how are you are you working right now guys. are you are you working mm-hmm. regina no i have to go in tomorrow night and i won't be able to call in until thursday so i just oh. wanted to say hi check in
1: all right well i'm glad you're alive and well regina and you now when you're working at the quickie mart there and they're uh, they're, they're you're try, you won't be able to listen at all you'll, you'll be, you won't be able to call you'll be able to listen Actually,
10: when I'm working
1: in the kitchen, I can bring my little handy-dandy speaker,
10: and I can yeah. probably plug you in so I Beautiful. can listen on both uh, right, days. All
1: right. <laughs> I can't wait. i got to go, Regina, but thank you for checking in and telling us you're alive and well, Regina. Let's go to uh, Cowboy John Brad, a brief Cowboys Corner, Windsor, Ontario, the great Cowboy John Brad.
10: So yeah, but, well, first of all, all these, Le- all these LeBron haters are just a bunch of racists who should just go join the clan and forget it. Happy 62nd Where birthday to I'm, I'm going to hang
1: up. That's it. You're done cowboy screw you i have given you a forum here you are allowed to not like lebron james and not be racist and if that's the way you're gonna act cowboy never call this show again Uh we'll end cowboy's corner i'm sick and tired of that attitude
7: to the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips.
3: When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall.
7: Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol Jean, Juan Gabriel, Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones and drama?